Hey, are you able to hear me all right? Yeah. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe really... the tin can thing works. I know, yeah. right? It works really well. Tin cans. It's like, I thought that was just, I don't know. I, I thought that was a joke. I thought that they only put that in uh, cartoon like strips or comics, comic, comic, yeah. comic tunes or that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, comic tunes. But it really does work. Um, yeah. Listeners out there in listener land, if you don't know, Sarah and I right now, we're, we're actually recording this through, we're listening to each other through a tin can on a string. Yeah. Um, and do you want to explain why that is? Yeah. Uh, well, our listeners will remember that there was a series of mishaps and hijinks last week that actually had led us to being kind of on two of the last choppers out of Saigon, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sort of. Yeah. It in was a way. two of the first lifeboats off of a cruise ship that was, right. had us, that was sinking and had a fire on it. Um, as yeah. far as we thought. Yeah, as far as we knew. <laughs> turns out didn't happen at all. No. And we pushed a bunch of people off the boat for nothing and then stole some of the life rafts for nothing. Um, and so sort we're of just laying left in... low now. Yeah. Kind of laying low. And why are we laying low in two separate locations, you might be asking? Well, we both landed on two different islands. They're actually very close to really each close other. To we each can other. see each other. And you can throw a tin can far enough with a piece of string attached to it that the other mm -hmm. one would catch it. However, yeah. neither of us can swim. But you might have to explain to our listeners why you had tin cans and string with you. Yeah, I, I could explain that. Um, and it's kind of because they were already here and they were sort of wrapped around a skeleton, which leads me to believe that somebody... Um, mm -hmm. here has died. Yeah. Um, yep. That's and right. Decayed, but their tin cans and string, mm -hmm. uh, were all that remains. And which doesn't bode well for me. If I recalled correctly, it was that the tin cans were, um, were actually filled with cement. And so it was that, cause my hypothesis of it, when you had showed it to me was that the, where you held it up for me to see from your island, because I'm on my island, was that the skeleton Correct. had probably, when they were a person, had probably filled the cans with cement, and they were actually going to try to walk into the sea and uh, kind of commit Kill themselves. seppuku, you know, if it was honorable mm -hmm. or whatever. I actually don't really know about that. But anyway, kill themselves by sinking the bottom of the sea. But maybe yeah. by that point they were so malnourished or whatever, they couldn't even make it all the way off the beach. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel anytime I go to the gym and do any like <laughs> resistance band stuff. So I totally get like yeah. why this was hard for the skeleton when they used to be a guy or girl or whatever. And my island actually has a whole different kind of a setup over here. So I've actually got... Um, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, yeah. My island actually, ha it's an old, um, it's like an old, uh, it's like an old private island from like a f famous like a famous billionaire family. And so yeah. I guess they probably left in a, they, they pretty much um, left in a hurry, but this place has got on it mm. kind of, it's got like a mansion on it and it's got um, lots of taquitos in the, like the super stocked freezer with like lots of taquitos in it and high sea orange uh, and Hawaiian punch. And if there's only actually, I could swim. Um, multiple kind of T-bone and porterhouse steaks 
and I remember some I'm of the, so pissed I can't swim. What was I'm going to learn to swim just so I can get it, over there. Yeah, well, I've got the defense system pretty well rigged. I kind of figured out what they were doing with it. So I think you're going to find yourself... Yeah, you put an electric fence in the middle of the... You threw an electric fence out there, and it just kind of stuck in the middle of the water between the two of us. Right, and it's just kind of crackling. So, like, it's actually... <laughs> kind of sucks for you i didn't mean it to go into the water so far can't even dip a toe in the water yeah exactly um i'll die yeah can't drink it or nothing right and of course that was what that was what um the reason that we know that that's how it'll that that's what'll happen is basically when i threw the fence it was right when it was kind of one of those situations where i got here and then i was chasing Uh the family that was here around and I kind of chased them down to the waterfront, and then I threw the fence in the right. water. And so <laughs> yeah. um, the dog, they had, it was funniest was when their dog's hair kind of went all like yeah, straight up. That's always the funniest part. It is. And there's a movie theater over here, too. What? Yep. In the house or mm-hmm. just separate? Separate. It's in an outbuilding. And I'm not talking about a, an, out, out, an outbuilding. There's the main building, and then there's an outbuilding. It's like another building. And it's like an AMC theater or something? It's an AMC. It's an AMC. Uh, <laughs> it's an AMC 14. <laughs> it's got 14, nice. 14 screens. Um, Whoa. 12 of them. And you... 12, 12 of them what? 12 of them right now are showing Minions, too. And why are the other two Not showing? even out in regular theaters yet. I guess this family must have got a special release. Yeah. What, what are, are the, the other two showing? Deep Throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, the Must biggest... be lonely just watching all those movies <laughs> oh, by yourself. It sucks. And the biggest freaking bummer about it is that there's not good enough internet here to stream Chicago Heroes in 4K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm getting in I tried to eat a monkey the other day and it ran away and kind of threw a coconut at my head and bonked it really hard and now my head hurts super bad. I probably had a concussion from it. So haven't eaten in like four days, can't drink any of the water even though it's salty. And now I have a big bonk on my head from a monkey throwing a freaking coconut at my dome. Yeah, I saw that. We have um also don't have any clothes. <laughs> yeah. We have high def cameras that are can get all the way over to your island and see it? Uh, we, as in you, <laughs> I don't have shit. I have like one binocular. I have an ocular. I meant me and um, Cornelius. Anocular. The Anocular. Butler. Is that... Mm-hmm. You have a butler. You, had, you have only anocular. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I understand. You don't even have one of those. Uh, yeah. Or did you say that you do? Wait, I wasn't listening. I was thinking about Cornelius. I, I said I only have one binocular, and then I was like, oh, that would be a nocular. It's like one half of binoculars. He said that you would make me a uh, banana split later. (laughs) Cordelius did. He's going to make you one? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you know that he makes the... He actually makes the best banana split in the entire Atlantic Ocean. Where are we? He has a uh, entire Atlantic Ocean. We're in the Atlantic Ocean? Mm Mm-hmm. He has an award. For, from where? <laughs> the uh, Commonwealth of Bermuda. Um, 
Commerce Secretary for the Commonwealth of Bermuda. Oh, that's mm-hmm. prestigious. Yeah. Prestigious. Uh-huh. Well, I would love to eat anything at this moment. I would not recommend eating that monkey even if you can catch and kill it because those things can have brain worms in them. And yeah. I know that that wouldn't hurt you <laughs> because, of course, to for the brain worms to actually infect you, you have to have a brain, but... Damn. Dude, come on. Gonna put me on a spit and roast me out here on this island? Freaking jerk. Well, you know that I can't... That You know that there's not a spit to roast you on over on that island because you tried to... There was a spit roast over there and you took the roasting spit and you tried to use it to um, harpoon a, um, a fish that you saw, yeah. right? But of course, that was yeah. one of my drone dolphins that I sent from over here. And so yeah. it, it shorted out your, it, it basically. Yeah, it shorted out my stick. <laughs> it shorted out your stick. Yeah. You know what happens when yeah. you throw like a metal rod into a piece of electronics is the electronics short out the <laughs> rod. So. That's my understanding. Mm-hmm. Well, so anyway, um, the problem is we were not actually able to... They haven't actually had come out with Chicago Heroes Season 4 yet. So Sarah and I are kind of facing some adversity that we're both we're both facing right now where we're not actually able <laughs> to have watched that yet. So yeah. we just thought that we would do kind of a little... A little treat for you guys. Preview. A sneak preview, a retrospective, um, a check-in, um, a check-out. It's time to kind take the temperature. Yeah, exactly. You've got to take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm going to lay you the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Hidey, hidey, ho, hero heads. <laughs> um, so if you actually listen to the first part of this episode, you kind of already know what the deal is. Uh, yeah. But if you're just tuning in now... Um, maybe Skip the first few minutes. Driving a car, and you were in the drive-through, and you had had to mute the podcast when you were ordering your McFlurry and your nuggets. Um, then mm. and now you just unmuted it. Then this is actually mm-hmm. the beginning. So actually, you unmuted it at a very good place. This a very good place to start. This is uh, please save me. My name is Ben Flores. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. My name is Sarah Black, and I am the other host of this podcast. And this podcast is the official recap podcast for Chicago Heroes, which is television's number one show. And what is it? Is it a drama? Is it a comedy? Honestly, fuck it. It's just the best show on television. It's just great storytelling. Yeah. And they actually have had three seasons of that show so far, and the third one just wrapped up. So if you're just joining us now and you hadn't watched any of those episodes of Chicago Heroes that have aired, I would recommend just kind of go watch all those right now. There's about 60 of them. Uh, um, yeah. And you'd be able to bang that out pretty quick. Those are 
four hours a pop four or so, or five four hours five. each, yeah. Um, so you should be able to do that kind of in no time and then just come back to this episode, kind of catch right up. Right to this point. Because yeah, the network right is going to debut season four of the show. It could be, it could happen literally at any moment. It could happen at any moment. It could moment. be happening while we're recording this podcast. It might be. It probably won't, but it could. And some would say, proponents of the multiverse theory, in any case, would say that there are universes where they've already come out with the whole fourth season and they're done with it. And I would yeah. love to travel through a wormhole to one of those universes. And what do they say in the Spider-Verse about this? What did you say in the Spider-Verse about it? No, what would they say if they were in the Spider-Verse about it? You catch more flies with spiders. That'd be... That's right. Kind of a saying they would have in the Spider-Verse. It wouldn't have to do with this necessarily, yeah. but it's the first thing yeah, I thought Yeah, no, that's of. right. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Spider-Man. You catch more flies with spiders. <laughs> Catch more flies <laughs> than spiders. Then what? Then huh? honey. Because you catch more flies <laughs> with honey than vinegar. Than vinegar. Sure. And you catch more flies with spiders than honey. Because spiders are sweeter. And so what do you catch more flies with than spiders? Mm. Gun. Yeah. Catch gun, more flies fly with water. Gun bazooka nuke 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 yeah um kind of it big, big net, bang fly net big bang so there's big bang, a big net. lot of different ways that you can catch flies uh <laughs> just like a cup if you're fast with a if you got a cup and you're fast oh with if it, you're if you've got yeah really quick fast, hands fast big cup. cup um the bigger the cup the easier it is to to catch a fly but if you can get the cup... So to, like a bucket or something. I was going to say even that if you had a cup that... There's a certain size of a cup where it actually becomes a bucket. So, and what size is that? Bucket once size. it's big enough to fit a handle on it. <laughs> so yeah, the thing is That's that good. Sarah and I were actually... We were... When we started this podcast, it was as a recap podcast for Chicago Heroes. And the reason that we did that is uh -huh. we wanted to have Chicago Heroes to talk about. We don't actually promise you that if we're not talking about Chicago Heroes that we're going to hit the nail on the head every time. You know, so this is, you just got an example. Sarah and I, we just kind of talked through this flies thing. That was gold. That was really actually. That was worked. perfect. <laughs> we did hit the nail on the head. You're lucky we don't charge for this. We drove the nail in straight and true. But there's going to be times when we actually do miss the nail and we hit your thumb because we are making mm -hmm. you hold the nail for us. That's right. Well, so anyway, should we keep going? We should keep going. So this week we actually have a special kind of treat for you guys. Um, we so do. in anticipation uh, of season four of Chicago Heroes, I know that personally for me, my loins are quivering. Um, mm, mine are shivering. I can actually see that through the telescope that I have over here. Um, yeah, I don't have. I know I said and I, I don't. Cameras trained on you over there, and then, but I also have a telescope. If I just kind of want to look, kind of want to what? Watch you over there on your <laughs> island. Um, yeah. Because the camera actually goes a, to it. And just a reminder, I don't have any clothes. Um, so how does that make 
you sound and how does that make me feel? Kind of interesting to think about. This is pretty interesting. Um, I don't know if I can... Well, let me actually answer that with a um, an analogy. It makes me... Okay. Okay, so do you remember in Chicago Heroes... Uh, in this, in this past season, um, uh-huh. when uh, Courtney Copps, who is plays Monica, Monica, the mm-hmm. character from Chicago Heroes, the the p- policewoman, she was actually um, trying to catch a criminal. Right? It was this guy who she had been kind on kind of a, her job. Yeah. Well, it was this guy that she had been on a few dates with, and she had kind of thought that he was, well, they had had bad blood between them. Basically, she had thought that he was boring and kind of she didn't want to tell him that and she didn't want to be Mm -hmm. awkward about going the next date. So she was like, Mm -hmm. well, you know, if I can actually get him, if I can catch him on a crime, then it'll be a violation of ethics for me to keep dating him. So it kind of passes the buck. You know, it's like, I don't have to tell him I don't like him. I could just kind of break it off with him or whatever because of the crime and put him in jail. So I never have to like see him again or whatever. Right. And so she started surveilling him pretty much 24 seven. Um, (laughs) and, and eventually she got, she got what she needed. She got evidence, which is, he actually, um, he actually put out a, uh, He put out an extra trash bag full of trash without a tag on it. So he was actually stealing stealing city services. Um, Yeah. And and she rounded him up for that and kind of... Yeah. And yeah, he did end up being her husband for a while. And they got married and they had kids together and everything like that. But then eventually when she was ready to break it off, kind of... Because of the whole... Um, anyway, she had that evidence in her back pocket. So the point is, uh-huh. it's kind of the way it makes me feel is like, I'm just putting evidence in my back pocket. You know, if you commit a crime over there on your little island, I'll have it. So. Yeah. I guess I don't know who the police are over here besides that monkey who threw a coconut at my freaking head. Guess you can tell him whatever I do. Hmm. Mm. I'm the police in this analogy. Oh, right. So anyway, speaking of speaking of cops, I think it would be good to get into our first kick it off kind of segment. Okay, cool. So this is something you may know as like highlights and lowlights or highs and lows or roses and thorns, but pluses and we hear deltas. Oh, sure. Ebbs and flows, goods and bads. Really goods and really bads. The ebb and flow thing is interesting. So the ebb is good. An ebb is good. And a flow is bad. It's good oh, if something I th- ebbs. I think it's and the it's, other way. Well, so would I. But you said ebbs and flows, not flows and ebbs. <sighs> yeah, I did. <laughs> so, and that's kind of my big mistake. So why don't you arrest me? <laughs> so and I have that on camera now. So actually have that okay, one on camera. Perfect. Anyway, the reason this is called the reason this isn't called any of those is because we have something way better to call it, which is cops and paleontologists, because cops are good and paleontologists freaking suck. And that one, so, honestly, our listeners, fans of Chicago Heroes, they probably didn't even need that explained. I mean, they know it, but if someone's a new listener to the show, yeah, get on the same page as us. You heard? 
I can't imagine there's anybody out there in the world who thinks a cop isn't cool and a paleontologist is cool. But just in case, we're telling you. If you think that first a cop for some isn't reason. cool and a paleontologist is cool, you're actually worse than a paleontologist. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of what would be worse, and it's hard to come up with anything. Anyway, Ben, what was your cop of this season? Oh, yes. My, okay, so my cop from season three. So we're looking back on the, on the previous season right now, season three. That's right. Uh, my cop from season three, um, it's not going to be a character. It's going to be a moment, right? So this is my, of course. my favorite moment from season three. My, my um, biggest win is, uh, do you remember the episode where the uh, paleontologist on the show, Ross, uh-huh. where he actually went to um, kind of one of a few little small islands off the coast of Costa Rica, and he mm-hmm. um, used a mosquito that had been entrapped in amber. He extracted DNA from it, and he used mm-hmm. it to create clones of the original dinosaurs. And he opened yep. a theme park um, that all of the heroes eventually went to and stopped a disaster basically from happening there um at, right. tri- at triassic park uh so that was probably my biggest cop for the season was that one. Oh my god freaking epic epic yeah, win awesome. yeah it was so cool um and i guess i i know what everybody's thinking they already know what my favorite part was my cop you probably are thinking it's any one of the times that joey got his dick sucked mm. but it's mm. um it's not actually that so I fooled you all. Don't arrest me. Um, it's actually when Joey fell in love with Emma Stone in that one episode when they sort of saw each other and fell in love. And it just really sucks that she had to get killed. Oh, it was so sad, but it was really the only logical outcome for the plot. Yeah. She had to fall off the cliff. I mean, this is a show that, and of course at the bottom of the cliff, yes, she did have to land in a big, kind of soft ball pit, you know? Yes, that was yeah. what had to happen at the bottom of the cliff, but then... Yeah. Did she have to suffocate in the ball pit? Obviously. Absolutely. Did she have to... Did did that team of um, trained wilderness first responders have to dive off the cliff to the bottom of the ball pit and fish Emma Stone out and resuscitate her using wilderness first aid? Absolutely. It was the only logical yeah, it's part of the story. step yeah. in the plot. Mm-hmm. And then did Courtney cops have to shoot her in the face with a gun? Uh, does a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> exactly. Does the Pope shit in the woods is a funny one that I've heard. And I love that one. And I have to actually stop myself sometimes from saying, from remembering, is a bear Catholic? Does a Pope shit in the woods? Yeah, that's fun. It is funny to picture, though. The Pope shitting in the woods or a bear being Catholic? <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking of the Pope one. Father, but... forgive me for I have sinned. I, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mauled five tourists this month. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That makes sense. The bear would be the one getting confession. The Pope, I, I started doing the shitting sound because I was thinking, well, the Pope is Catholic, but he's shitting in the woods, so he's going to shit during confession. But, of course, he wouldn't... Does the Pope even give confession? Does the Pope even do confession? Well, is the Pope the bear, I guess, is the big question here. Are the Pope and the bear one and the same? Which Pope do you picture when you picture the Pope shitting in the woods? Jude Law. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. I don't know any of the other Popes. 
And the question is, of course, did Emma Stone have to be um, impervious to bullets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she obviously. Did. You're not going to make the character any other way. <laughs> this is, it's, it's just uh, it's the logical course of events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> it's a shame she had to die of old age. It's such a shame that that's what had to happen, ultimately. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. Uh, She's really good at playing 85 years God, old. God, because she and Joey, I mean, they really were in love. <laughs> but I do yeah. have to say, I mean, the man's a Lothario. And I got to say, yeah. it's, you know, as much as she, her body rejected a bullet, he actually dodged, he actually dodged it. Yeah, um, now he can kind of go back to getting his dick sucked wherever, whenever he wants. Which is your runner-up cop. Yes, exactly. Right. And my paleontologist, oddly enough, is, or not oddly enough, I guess coincidentally, serendipitously, maybe even ironically enough, is that anytime Ross got out of Guantanamo Bay was probably my least favorite part of the series, or the season, sorry. And probably also the series, if I'm being honest. It makes you wonder, you know, it, it would send me into a panic every time because I would say, oh, are they ever going to get him back in there? Oh, I hope they get him back mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, they got to get him back in there. And that's, I mean, not to go too far ahead in the agenda here, but I hope they do send him back next season. And I can't stand that his, prick. Yeah, he's, he's a little jack off. He's always thumbing his nose at the authorities. Oh, catch me if you can. He's always sitting on his thumb. He sits on his thumb and then he thumbs at authorities, which is a, is even is disgusting. Disgusting, also. disgusting. Because he only wears What's... assless pants, obviously. Yeah, duh. Like all of them. Anyway, that's the only thing that makes like all the heroes. Like any of the others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's your paleontologist? <laughs> I'm not sure actually if we ever mentioned that this season, but that all the heroes do wear assless pants, and that's an interesting kind of. Ben, throw... this isn't costume corner. You're right. This is cops and paleontologists. What's my paleontologist? Wait, so, what was the throwback to? You should say what the throwback was to, because I do want to hear it. In the first couple of seasons of Chicago Heroes, they used to have a different cast, and that cast, um, a lot of them wore shirts where the abs would be cut out of the shirt to show <laughs> the abs. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So they've kicked it up a notch. Yeah, ass out of the pants. Um. <laughs> And what was your paleontologist? Yeah, so for my this paleontologist season? for this season was that in the show they legalized marijuana in Chicago, and to me, um, that's a big, big minus. A, big minus. That's a big delta. Yeah. That's a big flow. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's. I mean, it just sort of. I don't want to say threw a wrench in the whole season. I, I think that's not appropriate to say, but it did make everything feel a little less serious, a little less um, intellectual, I guess. Like, I, I don't, I don't think they all needed to start wearing tie dye and constantly be talking about <laughs> how they had the munchies or like, mm-hmm. you know, sort of, talking about things that don't matter and Trying don't make sense really even. Yeah. 
because they'd all be wearing the hats all the time that had the uh, the Rasta hats with the attached <laughs> dreadlocks. All yeah. the cast, all the cast started wearing those for me the whole second yeah. half of the season, and they would always be because the whole cast is they're pretty much they're white and aren't used to like having aren't used to sort of like well how do you care for you know if this was even real hair. You know, which it isn't. It wasn't. It's a wig on, that you bought at like a CVS pretty much. Exactly. Um, if it was real, how would you care for it? They don't even know. They, they were all trying to they comb don't. them always with kind of fine tooth combs. Yeah, um, no way. And so by the end of the season, uh, it was just basically looked kind of like a big kind of rat's nest, you know, coming out of yeah. a Rasta hat on every single character. Disgusting. And I thought... I. I love the guy, but like, I don't think Bob Marley needed to be the soundtrack for the entire season once mm-hmm. marijuana was made legal. I, yeah. uh, and again, I say Throw that some as a huge there. fan. Yeah. Throw some Ziggy in there. So it's fine that they played are... it louder than the dialogue. <laughs> but throw some Ziggy yeah. in there. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I, we were, that's what we were always saying to each other. And as you guys know, the listeners, we kind of brought that up frequently. All the time. Um, yeah. We paid a uh, $2,500 to get flyers printed and, um, drop those over, uh, Las Vegas. We meant to drop them over Los Angeles, but we accidentally hired a pilot in Vegas, drop yeah. the flyers over Las, Las Vegas. Um, yeah. They ate that shit up. So, do you want to take us to so, our next segment, Sarah? Or Yeah, so we just took a little trip, I guess you could say, um, with um, sure. weed. <laughs> okay, yeah. Took a little weed trip. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Oh, I'm tripping lo- balls, man. I'm oh. tripping on weed just so hard. And so let's take another little trip through the looking glass. So, Ben, this segment, um, Through the Looking Glass, is to talk about what we anticipate for the next season, what we think will happen, what sorts of episodes or themes we would like to see. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this is a little bit of a freewheeling uh, trip down whatever road you want to take. And if there's a fork in it, you can take the road less traveled or you can take the grass, man. One pill makes you larger and the other makes you small. And the Is that Pink Floyd? That mother, yeah, it's Floyd. If mother Hell gives yeah, you... I'm kind of a big... I was actually kind of a big Floyd fan before they were even famous and this was their old stuff. This was some of their old stuff. That's really good. I love it. Don't do anything at all. So anyway, so yeah, my kind of favoritist um, thing that I'm excited for in season four, my kind of thing that I'm most just looking forward to in season four is um, I'm really hoping that they do longer episodes this season. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like they get through the story a little bit too quickly and I'm like, there's probably some meat on the bone still. Yeah, and that's actually a patented, please save me, phrase. It's the only one that we have patented. Um, uh, there's still some meat on that bone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. We paid 2500 um, bucks to have it patented. We have a guy who charges us 2500 bucks for anything that we want. <laughs> that's right. 
So and it's I, worth it every time. We're both wearing our meat on the bone shirts right now. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's the thing <laughs> anyway. I'm looking is like make the episodes longer. Yeah. Okay. Something so I would love to yeah. see is a gut rehab of the hero house. That place is a dump. And oh. I think our heroes frankly deserve a little bit better. So I would love to see like Chip and Joanna Gaines get mm. in there and really just make the space a little bit more open, allow for some natural light, put some kind of fun sentimental touches on the walls, make it feel personal, but also make it feel like you could leave and sell it um, immediately, just sort of put it on the market and get out of there in two weeks if you needed to. Um, I want to see some more shiplap on the walls. I want um, like a farmer's, a farmhouse sink. I want a backsplash. I want a range above the stove. Um, I, and I, yeah, I just think these are all things that the hero house deserve a fresh coat of paint as it were. I want to see feature walls, you know, uh, in my opinion, you can't have too many feature walls. So they're called that for a reason. It's cause it's the best part. Yeah. So, you know, what I want to see is, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got a living room here. Um, it's got four walls. Okay. One of them is exposed. One of them is ex exposed. One of them is subway tile made out of actual subway tiles that you got from exposed subway tiles. Yeah. Bleecker street station in mm -hmm. New York city. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, make two of those walls with that. Make three, make the fourth wall with it. Now you've got all feature Four feature walls. Yeah. No foolishness. No filler. No filler. Oh, all That's what I was looking for is no filler. All feature, no filler. And we might Beautiful. have to patent that one. Yeah, I'll call up a guy right now. I have um, $25,000 just sitting here on this island. Yeah, we didn't actually say that to our listeners, but um, the your island is actually pretty much made of cash. <laughs> yeah, and that's the only good thing about it. It doesn't actually have sand on it at all, as far as I can no, tell. No, it's just dollars. I saw you digging over there. Not even sand dollars. <laughs> Okay. Not even a sand dollar. You know what those look like? Starfish with but are they round? Starfish with rims. I love it. Thank so... you. Um, another thing. This is really quick. Another thing I love to see in this season mm -hmm. is just somebody getting hit in the nards. Yeah. Just some good old-fashioned slapstick kind of jackass humor. Yeah, I don't care what they used to do it. You know, use a foot, use a hand, use a mallet. Nightstick. Nightstick. Handcuffs. Use guns. a gun. Okay, use multiple guns. Yeah. Right. Use a big cup. Use a trebuchet. It comes, like, all the way back around and hits you in the nuts. Okay, and that's funny because you kind of think you're out of harm's way. But then, yeah, but no, you're not. It's coming back around. That's how circles work. Yeah, okay. I want some Looney Tunes humor up in the show. I want somebody to get a piano smash onto their dick. So this one, you actually, um, I, I guess you were actually reading, reading my answers or whatever, um, in my mind. Mm. Okay. Reading my mind. Freak. <laughs> so, cause I actually had said, I want less cartoon. I, I, I want less cartoon hijinks this season. I want to see. And what do you want instead? Um, I want to see kind of kitchen sink drama. I want to see the characters uh, experiencing the 
small, minute ups and downs of daily life. I want to see a portrait of struggle in America in mm -hmm. the early 21st century. I want to see um, how it is to be a single parent trying to get your kid to school in the morning and then also get to your job on time where you have a boss that doesn't really respect you but you don't respect them and they don't respect themselves even because you're actually yeah. both being kind of oppressed by a system and you should be like you should have some solidarity with one another because ultimately you're both just uh cannon fodder or chum or whatever um i want to see dates that end in unsatisfying sex i want to see um characters seems watching like you want tv yeah, it seems like you want, like, Joe Swanberger, Lena Dunham to just direct the next season. Yeah, yep, that's right. Those are the two that I actually have at the top of my um, Desert Island director's list. That's awesome. Yeah. I would love to see it, too. Mm-hmm. I got Any other um, things that... Joe Swanberg, oh. <laughs> Lena yeah. Dunham, uh -huh. uh, Mark Duplass, okay? Uh-huh, Jay Duplass. JG Bloss, and then I threw a curveball in there where he gets a little too whimsical for my taste, but is uh, Jim Jarmusch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. So, anyway. That's a good list. That's basically my list, and that's kind of where you were mind freaking me. Yeah. That's true. Um, but, but opposite. I actually did Inception on you, and I actually put the list, I actually gave you the idea for the list, and you thought you came up with it yourself. Yeah, and now what I'm thinking about is the fact that like our, our desires were actually polar opposite, but somehow we landed on the same thing. And that's actually called... Kind of like horseshoe theory. It's like horseshoe theory, okay? Um, yeah. Read up on it. Horseshoe is a flat circle. A horseshoe is a flat circle. That's good. So what's your biggest question about this season? What are you wondering about? Is there any kind of... Will they do this? You know, because you got your desires. Yeah. Yeah. And what are my fears? Yeah. Um, I, I, do, I do always wonder, are they going to leave Chicago? Um, mm. Are they going to go somewhere else? In a couple of seasons, we've seen them go to New York. We've seen them go to outer space. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, when we're going to see something like that again. I don't necessarily love it um, because the show is, after all, Chicago Heroes. But if they find a way to bring, say, Los Angeles to Chicago, mm -hmm. I'm in. I'm totally mm -hmm. in. Bullet train. What about you? That's right. Hyperloop. Hyperloop. That's right. That's right. Uh, so for me, my biggest fear, I guess is what you, I asked you about your biggest question. You said, what are my fears? I, that's how I remember it anyway. Um, I'm afraid that they're going to give in to the fans and that the net, network's going to give into the fans, uh, and who have been asking for three seasons, demanding even that the network do an episode without frontal nudity. That I and I don't know why people are asking for that because that it's not the same show. It don't make no motherfucking sense, is what Bernie yeah, Mac would say about it. And Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and Bernie Sanders. 
It does not Let me make be... any motherfucking sense. <laughs> Let me be clear. It don't make no more fucking sense. Um, no, I totally agree with you. I don't think the show needs to give in to any demands, um, let alone that one. I mean, they would Mostly have to change the opening credits. <laughs> and the closing credits. And the commercials. And the commercials. So. Come on. That's a miss for me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of misses, do you want to go on to our next segment? <laughs> I do. Let's talk about some misters and missuses. So uh, the next segment is the casting call. <laughs> so That's right. This is the call where we cast about for talent. Um, ring, so ring, ring. Call coming in. It's from the cast. And Sarah is actually, I'm looking over at her on her island. She's actually holding up a banana phone right now. Um, yes, I got it from the monkey. Why don't you just eat the banana? Well, I don't like bananas. Okay, so there you go. And so, it's a texture thing. It's a texture you can thing. Beat the monkey of, to death with it. I'm trying to shoving it up <laughs> his asshole until it Jesus freaking pushes Christ. his guts out through his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, the point of this segment... This guy hurt my head! Yeah. Well, you're really giving it to him. And he seems to, yeah. be, enjoy, he seems to be enjoying it. Yeah, he's coming. Okay, so Guess eat I can that. eat that. So, anyway. <laughs> the point of this segment, Casting Call, is who would we like to see in the world of Chicago Heroes? So, Sarah, we've already gone over our Desert Island directors. We have the same list. Uh, yeah. Who would you... What's your dream team? for Chicago heroes for next season. So do you know, <laughs> this is going to be hard to follow. So I hope you can do it. Yeah, I can. Do you know that clip that was going around the internet? I think it's a movie with Harrison Ford perhaps. And there's somebody playing a dog, but it's like a man in a costume okay. and they're sort of capture doing like motion capture on this person to make it into a dog. Okay. I want that guy to be a canine unit dog. Got it. That's kind of it. Okay, I love it. And I don't know who that guy is, but I hope they. I hope somebody hears this and tracks him down and puts him in as kind of Courtney Cops's partner in professional life and partner in her home life. Something to just kind of curl up with at the end of the day, a companion to keep her company. Is it Andy Circus? No. Okay. Barnum and, Barnum and Bailey Circus, maybe. Is Interesting. that something? So yeah, I thought you said it was one guy. But so yeah. now you're talking about Barnum and Bailey Circus, who are brothers. Well, one of them's dead, probably. Barnum Circus and Bailey Circus. <laughs> um, one of them's got to be dead. The name's Circus. Barnum oh, it's for the Circus. Oh, it's for the call of the wild. The name's Circus. Bailey Circus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pleased to make your acquaintance. So. Yeah, so, so the movie is The Call of the Wild. Okay. So, and I can see over there on the island, you're feel, you're, you actually just got The Call of the Wild because you're peeing right now all over the money. Yeah. I kind of okay. like the way it looks when it does that. It's actually safer if you pee on your money because it prevents it from burning up in a fire. Yeah, and it sanitizes it. 
And obviously I've been shooting flaming arrows over at your island just kind of for fun. So yeah, I mean, one of them, what you did it. One of them keeps hitting me kind of in the same place on my calf over and over again. So your mm -hmm. aim must be improving. So my dream team that I would like to see in season four, um, Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix. Amy Winehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw her in there. Can't yeah, this is like an extra. Can't another hurt. thing, I, another, another people I would like to see is um, I would love to see Kelsey Grammer and David Hyde Pierce in mm -hmm. this show. Yes. Um, I think they would be so good. They're both you know, famed actors of stage and screen. Yeah. And I think they'd be perfect for this kind of dramatic slash comedic environment. I think something uh, like two brothers who are total fucking nerds and losers, like mm -hmm. in this show could be something really interesting, some really yeah. meaty work for them. Or let's see them as lovers. They're both. Brothers and lovers. Yes. I love that. I'm telling you, we Brothers should write for this show. Fuck. I love it. So I actually um, have a, another segment for you. Okay. Okay. So this segment, um, let me ask you, Sarah, and uh, what time of year is it? Um, uh... Splinter. Okay. So for our listeners out there, it might not be Splinter for you because you might be listening to this podcast anytime. Um, you could be listening to it next year, which for you is this year. You could uh, be listening to it right now. And in that case, what are you doing, doing. In, on my island? <laughs> exactly. and, do you, and do you have something to eat or clothes? And, may and maybe you and I right now are on sort of a version of the Truman Show where we've been being watched all the whole time. And it's no wonder that we thought that cruise ship was going to sink because they set it up that way for us to think that. Yeah. And we're getting a little bit of drama right now. I really hope not because I've done some kind of fucked up shit on this island. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You lost to yourself at tic-tac-toe about 20 times. <laughs> yeah. So anyway... Um, it is Splinter, um, and as we all know, one of the main months in Splinter is merch. And so what I want to know is, um, it's that season again, Sarah. Uh, Ooh, a chill is in the air, but also a, a, a breeze Merch madness. So which merch are you... <sighs> Or are you most excited about for this off season? They always come out with new merch between seasons of Chicago Heroes. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the one they come out with, um, uh, this is a yearly release. And this year I am more excited for it than ever because the past couple of years have been so delicious. But um, the Chicago chowder flavored vodka that they release every year is... Mm. I mean, put that in anything. Put it in a Manhattan. Put it in a gin and tonic. Put it in a dark and stormy. Put it in a, a freaking coconut for all I care. Um, it put it in a put it in a mug and drink it straight. And I have, and I yeah. probably will when I first get right. it. Because, I mean, it's like putting ketchup on a steak sometimes to put it in a cocktail. Right. 
it's better to drink the ketchup straight from the bottle. <laughs> exactly. So the the reason that this um, vodka, the Chicago Shouter vodka, gets better every year is that what they actually do with it is that they use... So basically when you get the Chicago Shouter vodka, it actually comes with a receptacle, right? And yep. so the re- and the receptacle is kind of you, you have the Chicago Shatter vodka and you do your business in the receptacle, yeah. Right? And then that's a self-addressed stamped receptacle that you send back to the Chicago Shatter vodka factory, and then yep. they basically send that through kind of a waste management kind of plant thing, mm-hmm. and then they distill that waste back into the vodka back into the next year's batch of vodka. So it gets yeah. stronger every year. Right. So it's kind of like... Like a growing boy. Right. Or like, you know how whiskey is barrel-aged? This is kind of that times a million. You know, growing boys are barely-aged. <laughs> it doesn't quite work, but it's like the first, you know, it kind of... That it's is good. a joke. I, like I was it. making a joke. It kind of yeah. fell flat. I liked it. Yeah. And what, uh, what other merch are you excited for? Ooh, besides the Chicago Shouter Vodka, um, probably the Taser, the um, Chicago Heroes Taser. So they actually have, um, it's just a regular Taser pretty much. Um, But they sell it through Like no branding on it whatsoever. No, they sell it through their website though. It's um, extra strong. It's got a 25,000 volts. Um, yeah, which is enough to, it's lethal. It's a lethal taser. Um, it's only got one setting, so just kill. It doesn't have a stun setting. Um, so that's probably speaking the, of. Yeah, speaking of things that can kill. Um, so I had a little mix up last year, and I was ordering, and I'm assuming they're just going to put out versions of this again, and hopefully they fix this mishap, or maybe I'm just stupid, but. Um, last year I bought the dildo, um, and they mm. called it the gun. And I was like, oh, nice, a gun, sweet. And then the dildo showed up in the mail, and I was like, okay, um, I guess I'll use it. Because we both order our stuff, our merch, through the, the catalog. Exactly. And it showed up, and it was a dildo, and it doesn't even look like a gun or anything, but I was mm. excited to get it. Yeah. And then what's interesting, though, is that they have another product, and that's called the fire hose. Mm-hmm. And that's a gun. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we both did kind of a deep dive on this one to figure out, we kind of read the oral history on the ringer where they got into like how they named these products and everything. Yeah. Um, I went into a deep dive with hose. the gun. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the... And then I used the fire hose to do a deep dive into uh, my, uh, the guy in the apartment next to me's brain. Yeah, exactly. And that was pretty much what they anticipated and how they came up with the name for it is, you know, <laughs> you, when you need to do a job, you get, you bring a gun, right? So that's why that's they right. called the dildo the gun. Um, but when you need to put out a fire, you, you use a fire hose. So exactly. that's why they called the gun the fire hose. Yeah, um, I mean, it totally makes, makes sense. sense now that you're explaining it to me, but, yeah, you know, you know, it didn't at the time. Any other merch mad, merch that you've gone mad for? So I, well, I mean, just back to the last year thing for a moment. I mean, of course, they had, I bought the fire hose, right? So because yeah. I filled out my little order form on the, the catalog, 
which doesn't have pictures. No. Um, you just order it. You just fill in the, the product code and you yep. mail that in. And then in six to eight weeks, you get your merchandise. Um, and I bought the fire hose, which was, uh, well, I bought the, sorry. I bought a product where what they sent me was a fire hose. Right. And it was called right. the squirter. Yeah. But it's way more. And than I thought a it squirt. was going to be a. I thought they were going to be sending me a, a girlfriend. <laughs> so. No. Because it cost as much as one. How much does a girlfriend cost? Fourteen hundred. Damn. I'd thousand be dollars. Fourteen hundred thousand dollars. I'd be somebody's girlfriend for less than that. Yeah. Like way yeah. less than that. I'd do pretty much kind of anything. For 1400 bucks, Or even less. To be less. A, a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. To just like anybody, really. My favorite <laughs> piece of merch that I'm excited about for this year. Hmm. You're asking if there's anything else I was looking forward to. We covered the Chicago Shattered Vodka. We covered the gun, the, oh, those are from last year, the gun, the fire hose, and the squirter. Um, for me, they were going to be putting out for this year. They had actually said that they were going to put out lifeside cars where cutouts of the, all the heroes. Yeah. Um, I want those. I would love to have those on the island yeah. with me. Um, I'd like those so that I can, there's actually a carpool lane over here on my island, and I can't actually use the carpool lane. Because um, I don't have enough people. You need two or more people. Um, Cornelius over here, he's technically not a person. So <laughs> yeah, according to the, not a guy. the constitution of this island, yeah. which I wrote. Which you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote it pretty much as soon as I got here. And kicked the family out. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. Hey, I did not kick them out. I chased them to the water and I threw an electric fence in it and they fizzled and died. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining, oh yeah, the dog went, yeah, I'm imagining them too, like where you could see their skeletons kind of like flashing in the. Dance party. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I was saying when I saw it happen. Yes, you were. Before the gravity of the situation kicked in for you. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit. I'm not going to be able to join Ben at his island because right. I can't swim. And now there's also kind of an electric fence. So if I did yeah. learn to swim, I'd die anyway. Electric moat. And because, mm -hmm. of course, because also because I, I did chase them down to the water. I was holding a gun and waving it and pointing at them when I chased them down to the water. And of said, I'll shoot you if you don't go in the water. <laughs> And then when you were watching, and then I threw the electric fence in, and they were flashing and fizzling, and you were going, ns, 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 and I pointed the gun, of course, over at your island at you, and I said, if you keep doing that, I'm going to blow your brains out. And so then you had to stop. And I haven't done anything since. <laughs> no. So anyway, okay, well, anyway. Okay, um, okay. So I think that's it for merch. Do you want to? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I covered, I don't think I came up with anything else, but you know. Um, I'm actually hoping that they come out with a big, big cup. So. 
<laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I'm hoping they come up with an electric fence deactivator. <laughs> now we're cooking like, with electricity. Or like a big rubber suit I could maybe swim in. Yes. If only you had not, if only the very first thing you had done with your island when you got there was eaten the big rubber suit that was on there. <laughs> that thing took forever to push <laughs> out. Eat. And to push out and to eat. So, yeah. Uh, to eat again oh, after I push making, it out. But imagine when you make that into next year's rubber suit. <laughs> Do you want to take us to the next segment? I would love to. So this is our sort of ultimate segment. Yeah. And this is this is called um, Mailbox, Listener Mailbox, kind mm -hmm. of. Yep. Um, we don't have a big bag, so it's not a mailbag. Hark, um, hero heads. That's another thing we could call it. Oh, hark, hero heads is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. So hark, the hero heads right to us to ask on us questions on a Wednesday night. Yes, and you could be listening like... to this on any night, but we're recording. Yeah, but it that's on a when we're night. recording it. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. And the kind of first question I wanted to ask and somebody else wanted to ask, and that's kind of why they wrote it in, is which hero is your Patronus? And for those of you who don't know, Patronus is kind of a really cool niche thing from like a small, a really small, like physically small book mm -hmm. <laughs> called Harry Potter. And it's kind of like the thing that sort of is your spirit animal more or less. It's kind of the thing um, you're like most aligned with spiritually. So for example, mine would be like your be demon like, in yeah. the golden compass for a book that's like kind of more popular. A lot of people yeah. are familiar with it, know all the ins and outs of it. It's yeah. like that basically. Yeah. And so like for me, mine would probably be like if we we're doing like animals, which it is in Harry Potter, mine would probably be like something really big and awesome and scary. Like, mm, like a, like a dinosaur, but bigger and like, uh, like a T-Rex with like, but bigger and with not short arms and like a tail with spikes on it. Okay. Okay. So, so that sorry. gives you an idea what a Patronus is bigger with big with short arms and a tail with spikes on it. No bigger with longer arms, not short arms and a tail with spikes on it. Long arms. A dinosaur with long arms. <laughs> it's a really, so your Patronus is a really big dinosaur with, with really long, long arms, arms. <laughs> and the tail with spikes on it. That's right. Okay. Okay. And But, but the question isn't what our Patronus would be. I'm just giving people an idea so they understand when we talk about what heroes <laughs> Wait, are Patronus. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because my, because yeah, that makes sense. And if in case people don't understand, based on that, on Sarah's description, if you don't understand like what a Patronus is, you know, like for example, my Patronus. If I was going to cast my Patronus, which is kind of like a spirit animal or kind of like a demon, um, that would probably be the mm, ninety-five, ninety-six Chicago Bulls. Would mm. be my. Patronus. <laughs> That's good. So that would be Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, Tony Kukoc, Steve, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Kerr. <laughs> um, 
Um, Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Yeah. yeah. If I'm just kind of off the top of my head trying to remember these guys' names. Jack Haley, Ron Harper, Jason Caffey, James Edwards. You know, you got Judd Buchler on that team. Uh, obviously, uh, everybody knows that. Randy Brown, uh-huh. Uh, Luke uh-huh. Longley, John Sally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Wennington. Can't forget Bill Wennington. Or if if my memory you say is Ron Harper correctly, yeah, I did say Ron Harper, but of course there's Dickie Simcats. and um, and then probably kind of <laughs> following them out on the court when I cast that Patronus would be like if I'm remembering correctly the coaching staff from that season. You know, Phil Jackson and um, Jim Clemens, John Paxson, yeah. Jimmy Rogers, yeah. and Tex Winter. So yeah. Just the, the fellas, the guys. Yeah. The Seattle Supersonics are going to be totally terrified. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's what a Patronus is. So yep. the question, hit us with the question, And which hero is your sir. Patronus? Ross. Fuck. Is that yours? Yeah. Which Chicago hero... <laughs> like us because we call it like we see it. Yeah. Listen, it's like saying you're a Hufflepuff. You don't want to do it. It sucks big time, but like it's also better to not pretend to be something you aren't. If somebody, it's kind of a logic type of a question, like, or whatever. If somebody says, if you ask somebody what Hogwarts house they are and they say Hufflepuff, then they are Hufflepuff because a Hufflepuff wouldn't lie about, wouldn't lie about their house. Yeah. If someone says that, or no, yeah. If, but if someone says that they're a different house, they could still be an actually, actually be a different, a different, um, if you ask someone what house they are and they say they're Hufflepuff, they're Hufflepuff. Yeah. And if somebody says they're a Ravenclaw, they're a Slytherin. Yep. I think that's pretty fucking obvious. Anyway, which Chicago hero would you call up if you needed help fixing your sink? This is what somebody wanted to know. Which Chicago hero would you call up if you needed help fixing your sink? Now, is that literal? Yeah, I think so. Is literally there's a problem with my sink? I guess. Or I mean, maybe what they're trying to say like, is like... Show up with the plumber's bag and the... How you doing? And we kind of get into a situation. Oh, like you're going to have sex with them. Suck their dick. I thought that this was more of like a test of like, who would be a really good president? Um, like who would you want to call <laughs> in a situation where you needed your sink fixed? Well, the answer is going to be the same, no matter which one of these is, is true, which is Joey. Yeah, of course. I mean, that would be my first guess too. Um, or that would be my first thought as well. I also thought Chandler might be good because he could come in and he could sue the sink company in a yeah. class action lawsuit, find all, round up all the other people who'd had the same brand of sink break, and we can all yep. file a class action suit against that company. So 100%. I guess mine would probably be Chandler. Oh, you know what? You know who'd be really good? Actually, this is just cut and dry. Courtney Cox, she comes in, she just shoots it. With a gun. With a gun. I love that. So let me hit you with the next question from the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Which hero would you call up if you found out your boyfriend had been cheating on you? Who sent that in? 
um, Oprah Winfrey. That's what it said, Oprah Winfrey. Okay, um, just kind of okay, kind of a specific, kind of a super specific question, I think. Yeah. Um, it says after the it, question, it says, "P.S. My boyfriend is cheating on me. That's why I want <laughs> you guys to answer this question." Oh, okay, great. And so, also, I'm inside the world of the show. That's what it actually says. Oh, okay. Hmm. Never I live mind in the then. TV. It says, I live in the TV. Who is it? Mike TV from freaking <laughs> Willy Wonka? Yeah. That's the only person I can think of who lives in the TV. Um, this one's hard for me, so maybe we can just sort of spitball it bad okay, back sure. and forth. And, um, yeah. I think Rachel would be great. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, who better to cure a broken heart than an EMT? Um, totally. A paramedic. Um, I think that I think she'd be good because, you know, say that you know that your boyfriend's been cheating on you, but you don't have proof. Well, mm. first thing Rachel's going to do when she gets to your place is probably fuck your boyfriend. And so you get him on that one. Right? So you call yeah. her over. He cheats on you with her. And I say, oh, you're, looks like you're caught. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. And thank you, Rachel. What um, about Monica? Courtney Cops. What about Monica? Okay, that's interesting. Because she mm-hmm. could just shoot him. With a gun. Okay, yeah. I like that one. Perfect. Okay, so last question. Um, do you guys want to read this one together? You guys, you. There's not more <laughs> than one of you. Sorry, I yeah. was looking at the monkey over there on your island. And listeners, if you want to read this one along with us, don't feel like you have to stop yourself. You're more than welcome to. Yeah, you can to. read it with us. If, if the Chicago, the Chicago heroes, heroes were, were real, real, would they have, would they have stopped, stopped coronavirus, <laughs> coronavirus by now? By now. Okay, so well, we did a perfect, first thing all, I, perfect job that we did on reading it. <laughs> yeah. Um, second of all, Chicago heroes are real, so I don't know why the question's qualified in that way. I'm going to have to stop you right there, partner. That's what I'm saying to the listeners. <laughs> I'm saying, hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah, I kind of like that. So if the Chicago heroes, um, uh, they are real. So uh, mm-hmm. do you think they would have stopped coronavirus by now? Yeah. So on the Chicago heroes team, you've pretty much you've got... Rachel, who is a paramedic. You've got Chandler, who's a lawyer. You've got Joey, who's a firefighter. You have got uh, Mayor Lisa Kudrow, who is the president. You have got Ross, who is a paleontologist. Useless. And you have got, finally, uh, so, so, and then finally you've got Monica, who is a cop. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. yeah, so, uh, I'm thinking that they would have stopped coronavirus by now because what else you've do got you this need? dream team and Monica, she's a cop. She can go down to the cop station and she can get six guns and she can give guns to the rest of the heroes and they, they can, can all shoot, shoot coronavirus it. with a gun. Case so, yeah. closed. Problem solved. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. 
So what do we want from you, Heroheads? We've already given you all that we have. We have nothing left to give. And we already gave you all that you want. What we want from you is for you to subscribe to the show in your preferred podcast app. We want you to give the show a five-star review. Give, give Please Save Me a five-star rating and review. And most importantly, we want you to tell a friend to listen. Do you think you can do that for, for us? Sorry, I'm burping over here. Do you think you can do that for us? Yeah, I think you could do us one fucking thing in your entire life. Little worms. <laughs> Crawl up from the dirt and the mud and do one little thing for your masters, the birds. Do you think that a worm's... Um, I was thinking, you know, it's kind of funny. Imagine a worm leaving a review on a podcast app because you can imagine the worm kind of swiping the the phone and tapping it and everything, but they'd be using their head to do it. That's how I use my phone. <laughs> okay. So we're going to be back <laughs> soon with uh, our recap of the first season of season, first episode of season four of Chicago Heroes. That's right. Um, we actually don't know when they're going to air that. Um, they... Sometimes they have actually aired the show back-to-back seasons starting the next day. Yeah. Um, and I times, love when they do that. They take a little hiatus. Um, it's just kind of up to the network. It's against our, I was going to say, against our control. It's, it's against our religion. Uh-huh. It's out of our control and it's against I'm, our religion. And it, we're losing control and we're losing our religion. That's me in the corner. That's me on the island, losing my religion. Beautiful. Thank you. Smells like courage. Alrighty. Rock and roll. Hell yeah, dude.